Washed up sports podcast. What's going on? 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 What's going on, guys? What's going on, guys? Welcome back to a washed up sports podcast. This is episode twenty-one. My name is Evan Klein, and I'm glad to be joined alongside my co-host Max Lindley. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to this spectacular and special edition of March Madness. We are glad to be joined by two spectacular people. Matt Maselli, Matty Pucks. Matty Pucks. Kid. What's going on, boys? Good to be here. A little out of your element, talking basketball. A little bit, but I'm pumped for March Madness. But it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's, all right. it's all right. So, And then we're also joined by Jack Darling, a basketball insider for the college basketball. What's going on, up, guys? A washed up insider. Great to be back. Great to be back. Thanks for coming back. You guys might remember Jack from the Masters panel that we had. Uh, he's a jack of all trades, so now he's back for basketball. Oh, and I like that. Jack of all trades. Exactly. That's exactly. what we'll call him. Right. Yeah, that played nicely. That right. did play nicely. <laughs> Love that. We are an authentic sports commentary from the perspective of two washed-up athletes. Today's episode is brought to you by The Daily Scoop. The Daily Scoop is the premier dog-walking and pet-sitting service of Bergen County located in Glenrock. The Daily Scoop provides service not only to Glenrock, but to several surrounding towns as well. They ensure that you are getting the best possible care for your pets while you cannot be with them. From the simple dog walk to dog sitting, The Daily Scoop has you covered. You ever need to leave town, visit your family for the weekend? Have no fear. Daily Scoop offers pet sitting services as well. Inquire for more at www.thedailyscoop.com. That's scoop with a K at www.thedailyscoop.com. Here's Max with the Instagram. Daily Scoop LLC. Jack, what is it? Scoop with a what? Scoop. Scoop with a K, guys. Scoop with a K. Absolutely. Scoop with a K. Scoop with a K. So you guys know where to find him. Find him on Instagram. Find him online. That's the deal there. Let's get right freaking into this episode. Let's go. This is the March Madness special. One year ago, one calendar year, the country was shut down. No conference tournaments. No March Madness. We are missing it. We are back and we are ready Right now, the March Madness special is here, and we have all buckled our chin straps, and we are ready to get this fucking thing going. Let's go, guys! You feel this, Let's Maddie? go. Let's you, get into you it. You see those goosebumps, Maddie? Yeah, you see those goosebumps? Come on! Get, get your lunch pals. Evan's getting me goosebumps. Come on! Look at this, boys. I got goosebumps. Let's go! All right. All right. Starting off, Evan is going to give us his favorite matchups from the East. And the West. Starting right now, Evan, get into it, buddy. Let's go. So I'm going to do East and West, my favorite matchups. Jack's going to do the Midwest and the South. So starting off, I'm going to start off with the East. So the East, bottom left of your brackets, you might, if you're looking at a bracket. So the one that I probably like, you know, really close game from there is going to be the uh, the Colorado-Georgetown matchup. So we got a little, uh, I think that's a 5-12. Yeah, Jack? Yeah, it's five twelve. That's a five twelve. Yeah, so, so this is very interesting to me. And what's interesting to me about this is, you know, Georgetown, coached by the great Patrick Ewing, of course, really had a very subpar regular season. And they come into the Big East tournament with not many expectations and just absolutely shock the Big East. Absolutely. You know, I mean they beat they beat some really good teams. They beat a struggling Villanova team. Yep. 
And, you know, that that says a lot. So and a big upset over Creighton in the final. A big obviously. upset over Creighton in the final. And that's just but they crazy. killed Creighton like yeah. they didn't even. Yeah, they it killed, wasn't. They killed. They killed Creighton like they beat Villanova. Like that was a good win. And that kind of like I think opened everybody's eyes. But like I think them actually drilling Creighton by like 20 plus in the Big East championship. I think a lot of people are actually like looking at this matchup like Georgetown could actually do this. Right. Because Colorado's not bad. No, Colorado is not bad at all. I mean, they 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 made it to the Pac-12 championship game. Like they're a very formidable opponent. Right. Absolutely. Maselli looks like he has something to say. Let's yeah, go, Maddie. Yeah, no, no, I was just eager to say it. Uh, I I because I was watching the end of the Georgia uh, Georgetown game and Patrick Ewing, obviously a great mixed player. He actually became the first player and coach to win the Big East. You know, to win it as a player and then to win it as a coach. Oh, yeah, I like person. that. That's a little tidbit for yeah, you guys. He's pretty cool. You know, that's very cool. Going in with him. I know Ewing said he was back at MSG and somebody asked him for like credentials. I, for, uh, yeah, yeah. for credentials. He was like, get the fuck out of here. This is <laughs> this my, is my house. house. And it on. is. I think, he, I think he told him to look up at the rafters and look at his yeah, numbers. Yeah, that is oh, what he said. said. Look, at, yeah. look at double threes up there. Exactly. That's all you I need love to it. say. I love it. But yeah, so normally I wouldn't think much of this opponent and I'd say, you know, I think Colorado could take it, but I've got Georgetown here because I think they're going to keep their foot on the gas. You know, very, very great postseason so far for them after a tough regular season. But, you know, no better time to be playing your best basketball than March. Yeah. Couldn't have Absolutely. said it better. Ev. Couldn't have said it better. I actually have that. I'm with you there. I have them beating Colorado in the first right. round. Right. Yeah. In Colorado, that's a tough customer, but we'll see what goes on there. Next matchup I want to look at, we're moving up top left on your brackets to the west. What I'm going to talk about here, UVA against Ohio, the 4-13 matchup. So what I'm going to talk about here, Virginia, I think it happens time and time again. They know they won the national championship, but I think this is, an, again, a very upsettable Virginia team. And if we're going to see Virginia get bounced in the first round, it's this year. Jack, what do you think about that? I think you're absolutely right. First of all, everybody, the person to watch out for on Ohio is Jason Preston. Yep. Like every year it feels like somebody in March Madness like grabs everybody's heart and everybody latches onto a team or a guy. And I think Jason Preston's going to be that guy for a lot of people this year because he's just like, he's a legit NBA prospect. Like Ev, obviously us being Buffalo guys. I exactly. mean, we saw what he did to us in the championship game. Right. We're in the uh, Mac. We're, we're watching Mac. So we've watched Ohio basketball. Yeah. And they, they, they're, they're like, they're a veteran led group and they have five guys that average double figures. And the other thing about this is Virginia's in quarantine right now. So they're not getting out of quarantine until Thursday, which means they aren't going to practice flying to Indy on Friday and then playing Saturday. That's like really hard to do to just have to prepare virtually and not even be in person for any of your preparation. Right. I know why I think Virginia's a very upsettable opponent, but I want to hear being in it. You, I know you follow Duke a lot. You watch a lot of the ACC as well. Tell me what you see in them that makes you think that they're an upsettable team. Well, the thing like for me is like when I look in the past is even the year that they ended up. So we obviously know that they lost to UMBC. They got off to a slow start in that game. And then the following year, people don't remember. I mean, they went on to win the national championship, but they got off to a slow start against Gardner Webb. And like they were down at like 10 at one point in a one sixteen matchup. So I think like Ohio's got a lot more talent than either of those teams. So if they get down early, like they, they could actually have some issues getting back. I don't know if they have the offensive like capability to come back if they were down. Obviously they have such a great defense, but I think Ohio's going to be able to get something going against them. 
Right, definitely. And you mentioned Jason Preston a little bit earlier. Obviously, if you watch ESPN at any point, you've heard the crazy story about how he was like a high schooler who like wasn't even playing varsity with no offers and couldn't even like dunk at one point. And now he's like, you know, putting up numbers. So I yeah, I think he put like one. thirty up at at Illinois. They almost beat Illinois earlier in the year. They yeah, lost by two. He had wild. like thirty points. So he he definitely is made for the big stage. Absolutely. Jack, take us through your South and Midwest matchups now that we like. So uh, we'll get it going with the Midwest. And uh, I know a washed up sports sports podcast has a dog in this fight. It's going to be the 7-10 game between Clemson and Rutgers. Come on! Come on! Are you? Let's go. So I think Ev Ev can help us out when we uh, run down Rutgers. But Clemson, 16-7, 10-6 in the ACC. Uh, They got some good wins. They beat Alabama earlier in the year. Purdue, Maryland as well. They beat Georgia Tech. But they are very inconsistent. They looked really bad last week in the ACC tournament against Miami, and they actually ended up getting upset in like the, the quarterfinals. But Amir Sims, he's a, he's a big man inside, second team all ACC. He, uh, he averages 13-6-2. He's probably the guy that's, that you would want to watch out for. The thing about Clemson is they're a very like defensive-minded team. They also have Alamir Dawes. He's a, he's a New Jersey guy went, uh, from Newark, played at the Patrick School. So he might have a little extra motivation against uh, Rutgers. But getting into Rutgers, 15-11 in the Big Ten. First time in 30 years, Ev. How do we feel about oh, it? Oh, man. First time watching them at this big stage in my lifetime. So exciting for my family, myself. Uh, really excited. You know, It's just going to be an awesome ride, and I'm looking forward to the big game. Ev, can I yeah, get, so, can I get a U when I hit you with an R? R U R U R U. Come on! It's gonna be a big game. It's a big game. It's a real big game. And you know, Jack mentioned some of the the guys that some of the studs that they got over at Clemson. But you know, guys, we got you know Ron Harper. He needs to shoot well. Guy who was averaging about sixteen throughout the regular season. When he heats up from three, it's dangerous. It gets very dangerous for the other teams. We need Geo, our senior leader, to step up. And then we got Miles Johnson. You know, one of the best bigs in the country. You know, top uh, one of the top bigs in the Big Ten. Yeah, Such that's what I was going to get it. Like the keys to the game, I think. Like it's going to be a battle inside between Amir Sims and Miles Johnson. I mean, Miles Johnson's all defensive team in the Big Ten, so obviously. Uh, that's going to be a good old fashioned big boy matchup down low Absolutely. on the block. It's going to be low scoring. Both the teams rank in the top 20 in defensive efficiency. But uh, Ev, you're going to like this. I got Rutgers uh, with the upset first round 54 50. Definitely, definitely. Okay. I really like Rutgers in this matchup. I think we have a pretty good path for a 10 seed. Um, just a couple other things. I think Jacob Young is another player people need to look at. Really another senior point guard. Led the Big Ten in steals. Just a defensive nightmare for other and teams. And he's he's the only guy on the Rutgers roster with any NCAA tournament experience when he was at Texas. He's the right. only guy that's played in a, in a game before. He played on tournament. Texas. Yeah, he played with Shaka Smart over uh, when Mo Bamba was there. I think that was the Right, I think it was like 2018. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Max bursts into song. Shout out Sheck West, of course. Right. Yo, Sheck West, and I'm getting really rich. So, uh, yeah, so that, that that's the uh, that's the Midwest game that I was looking at, and then in the South region, I was looking for a little bit of an upset pick for some people to look out for, and uh, it's a five twelve matchup Friday between Winthrop and uh, Villanova. Come on. We just were talking about it. Villanova, obviously, struggling a little bit. Sixteen and six, they are the Big East regular season champs, uh, but they were upset by Georgetown. 
Gillespie goes down for the year. Little Archie Diacono, I can't believe there's another one. He comes in and he's got to be the starter. They didn't look great. They've lost both games without him. It's going to be Jeremiah Robinson Earl probably. I mean, he's going to be the best player on the floor. But let me tell you about Winthrop. 23-1, and 17-1 in the Big South. They won their conference tournament games, the three games, by an average of 27 points. So, like, yes, they're in mid-major, but they killed everybody that they played. What's the Big the South look like, if I might ask? The Big South, that's like your Gardner. I think Gardner Webb is usually the team that comes out of there. Okay. Radford, almost, Radford's in there too. But uh, I forget who they beat in the championship, but they, they beat him by 27. The guy to watch is Chandler Vodron. He's six foot seven, point guard, averages 17, seven, and seven. That'll he's play. a division, he's a division two transfer. The dude had like six triple doubles in, in division two. Uh, and then they got a Tennessee big uh, Tennessee transfer, DJ Burns. Uh, on the inside they love to shoot the three they get up and down uh i don't know i i just i kind of like this matchup it's it i would never count out jay Wright, but just where villanova is at right now without gillespie i think winthrop's got a chance in this game i also think winthrop's got a big chance in this game villanova looked horrendous in the big east tournament they did they did and i mean it's tough because you lose your your starting point guard and your captain two games before the end of the regular season. And then you got to go in the big East tournament and, you know, try to figure things out. And now you get a tough draw with a team that has one loss on the entire season. So kind of a tough, you're going to need for, some care. Villanova. If Villanova wants to do anything, they're going to need some caring from Jermaine Samuels as well. Yeah, they are. They are. But that's the thing. Like Jeremiah Robinson Earl is going to be the best player on the on the court in this right. game. And yep. he just has to like absolutely take over. I mean, we see guys step up all the time in March and this is going to be his opportunity. Definitely, definitely. I know back when you were talking about Rutgers and Clemson, I was ready to like say something else, and then I figured I better stop myself here because I could talk about Rutgers basketball for hours if you guys let me get going. So I'm gonna I hold myself. I almost gave Matt that look. Like we got, we got to, we got to simmer down here. Reel him back simmer in, down here, boys. Reel me back in. Reel it back in. And now reel I'm here. back in. All okay. right, we got perfect way to reel back in. We got some March Madness trivia. Okay, all right, I'm in on that. Let's do it. Let's you boys do it. ready? Let's go. Let's All right, do it. So I got five questions for you boys. We're gonna keep score. Whoever does best gets a high five from me. <laughs> Jack, you'll get a you'll get a virtual high five if you win. All right, that sounds good. All right. So starting off, which men's basketball team has won the most NCAA Division One tournaments? We'll go with Evan first. Is this multiple choice? Or? This one is not multiple choice. Okay. Is it? Kentucky? Short answer. Is it Kentucky? Mm. I'm not. I don't even. I don't even know the answer to that. Honestly, is it? It's probably. It's either Kentucky or Duke. Probably. I'm gonna go with Kentucky. All right. Evan goes with Kentucky. Jack. I, I like. I like where your head's at, Ev. But for some reason, I feel like UCLA rattled off like seven in a row at one point with John Wooden. So I'm gonna go with UCLA. <laughs> All right. So Jack goes with is UCLA. That, that's probably the answer. And Matt is gonna go with. I'm gonna go. I don't know. UNC. UNC. All right. So Jack was correct. It is UCLA you. with mm. 11 championship wins. I mean, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, formerly Lou yep. Alcindor. I mean, he. I think he just like <laughs> ran through the NCAA in the, in the 70s or whenever that was. <laughs> Thank you for that. You How many of Is Kentucky close at least? Like, do they, are they close? I, I, yeah. I mean, I think so. I know Duke has five, so they, they're not they're not as close. As I think we would we would UNC? imagine. I think UNC has more than Duke. I think I'm pretty sure. And I know, yeah, I think UC, I think Kentucky and UCLA are up there. Jordan, Jordan went to UNC, right? Yes. Did he Did he win? How many there? Jordan. I think he had just the one, just right? The one. Just the one. Yeah. No, definitely just the one. Zero. Okay. I mean, he hit the game winner. Next question. Next question. All right, this one is multiple choice. Okay, right. I like multiple choice. That's where my head's usually at, you know. 
I love you, Ev. Thanks. What year was the first NCAA Division One men's basketball tournament? Is it 1947, 1958, or 1939? We'll start with Evan again. Ooh. So I'm going to go with... See, this is the hardest because I don't get to like hear other, where other people's heads are. I have to like start the... So that's harder for me, but my the one I'm gonna go with the forties, whatever the one was in the forties. Nineteen forty seven. Yeah, let's go with, go with that. Okay. <laughs> Jack. I'm a, what was the was there one in the fifties, was there? Yeah, so it was 1939, 1947, and nineteen fifty eight. So I'll do fifty eight just because you know we'll we'll do like a little history and I think wasn't like World World yeah, War Two around then. Too close to World War Two or basketball so maybe, might not been played at the maybe time. maybe basketball wasn't the first priority at that time. That's where my head's at. Shit, I you're wish, probably. I right. wish you all paid attention more in history. Yeah, Matt, you're definitely right. Um, what do you think? 1939. Shame on me. 1947. 1939. Matt is correct. Wow. How about that? Evan, the World World War II was over by 1947. I'm almost positive. Okay, well, it was, it was at least most close. Certainly over. By I think it was 44. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it ended in 1944. Or okay, well, it was close. I knew it was in the 40s when it ended. I was just ended. clarifying. Like, yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> all right, we're all making ourselves look very stupid right now. It's all right. <laughs> That's why we're a sports podcast and not the the washed up history podcast. You didn't want to. You didn't want to embarrass yourself. No, yeah, I don't know. So Matt was correct with 1939. Good job, Matt. So right now we got Jack at one point. Matt has one point. Fine, Evan zero. has zero points. Big there you egg. go. Big All right. Next up, another multiple choice. Okay. Who is the only player to win the Final Four MVP despite not winning the national title? Sorry. It's multiple choice. <laughs> My fault. You're good. A, Michael Jordan. No, he won. B, Hakeem Olajuwon. C, Patrick Ewing. Or D, Larry Bird. Okay. We'll mm. start with Jack. What was the second option? So I'll read through them again for everybody. Elijah, a, Jack, Elijah, want a five slam a jam action? Yeah, that's the thing. I'm trying to think. Like, I know I so, know Jordan won. So it goes Ewing A, won. Jordan, B, Elijah, won, C, Ewing, D, Bird. I know Bird won. I know Elijah won won. Did Elijah Wan win? Did Five Slamma Jamma win? I don't know. I'm going to go I, with Elijah Wan. I don't know if they won. That's the only one that I don't know if they won, so I'm just going to go with him. So Jack is going to lock in B, Hakeem Elijah Wan. That's crazy and, if they didn't win because that's like one of the best college teams ever. Didn't they lose to – wasn't that – didn't they lose to Jimmy V? Oh. Have your answer? I don't know. I'm not sure about that. Crazy fun fact, if I may, not even Can off you topic. you answer first? <laughs> Okay. Um, Just a guess. A, Jordan. B, Olajuwon. C, Ewing. No, Bird, Ewing. I know D for, or Bird? I know for a fact Bird, Ewing, and Jordan all won, so I'm going to go. I'm pretty sure, so I'm going to go with Olajuwon. Okay. But I'm surprised. Fun fact. Five Slamma Jamma, that was the name of that Houston team that yeah. year. They didn't win, but crazy fun fact. Michael Young, Jacob Young on Rutgers, his dad was on that Five Slamma Jamma team, and Crazy thing, if Rutgers beats Clemson and Houston beats Cleveland State, then they play Rutgers-Houston. Uh, interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually have them playing in my bracket. Yeah, a lot a lot do. I have Rutgers beating <laughs> Houston in my bracket. Yeah, a little tidbit. Yeah, Rutgers, we're, we're, we're elite eight-bound, guys. Come on, let's go. <laughs> I hope so. At um, least. 
right. Fuck. So, Matt, what do you think? Jordan, Olajuwon, Ewing, or Bird? I don't know if you can answer this or not, but, I mean, how many of those guys played multiple years at the All, See, this is where, during the time where everybody played multiple years. So, it didn't have to be in, like... So it could be they won the national championship one year and then the next year they were yeah. they lost it. Yeah, and yeah, it just MVP. had to be in the same year. Okay, okay. Like Larry Bird, I guess. I don't okay, know. so just Matt's going to go dark. with Larry Bird. He is incorrect, unfortunately. <laughs> um, the correct answer was B, Hakeem Olajuwon. Let's go, Ed. Did Let's go. Let's go. Win the Final Four MVP. After we're done recording, winning the I'm going to look up how that tournament must have gone because I'm surprised that him and Clyde Drexler couldn't throw a championship <laughs> together. Yeah, it is quite surprising when you think about it. All right, so Jack has two. Evan has one. Matt has one. Who will pull away? We have two questions left. Stay tuned and find out. Next up, who is the all-time leading NCAA Division One scorer? A. Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain. B. Jerry Lucas. I'm going to be honest. Don't know who that is. <laughs> C. Pete Maravich. Pistol? Pistol Pete Maravich. <laughs> D. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, formerly known as? Kareem. What? Lou Alice Yeah, uh, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, right. Jeff. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> we'll start with. I guess we'll start with Matt. We haven't started with Matt yet. Yes. Give me Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete. Matt goes with Pistol Pete. Jack. Matt, I like. I think I like where you're at there. I don't know why, but I just remember like this name, Pistol Pete, being up there. So I'm going to go Pistol Pete. All right. We got two Pistol Pete's. Is it going to be three? No, it's not. It is not. I'm going to go with... I think I'm gonna go with Wilt Chamberlain. That dude was putting buckets in hoops like it was <laughs> like it was nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, unfortunately, though, I'm wrong. Evan is incorrect. It Damn. was Pete Maravich who leads with three thousand. I'm getting smoked. Six hundred sixty-seven <laughs> points. So currently, Jack is in the lead with three. Matt can tie him because he has two, and Evan is out. Pistol Pete, maybe a a Utah Jazz great. Next up, last one. Which popular basketball move was banned from college basketball in 1967, only to be reinstated in 1976? A, the three-point shot. B, (laughs) the slam dunk. C, charges. D, chess pass. What? That is a ridiculous question, in my opinion. We will start with Evan first, because he thinks it's so ridiculous. Um, hmm. it's charges, chest pass, dunks, or three pointers. Precisely, charges. I guess Evan goes with charges. Okay. Everything else has like always been in the game. Had to like what? Everybody's always been able to dunk and shoot threes. So the only thing, and you can also pass. Like, yeah, it's got to be. A I'm charge. gonna. I'll go with. Yeah, I'll go with charges too. All right. I mean, it doesn't even. Yeah, maybe dunks. Matt, I'll go with. Passes just so I can maybe get my chest passes. Yeah. Okay. Zag. Like Unfortunately, it. guys, you are all wrong. Yeah. Is it the three? It is the slam dunk. I the slam can't. dunk was outlawed from 1967 to 1976, and I am almost positive it was directly because of Wilt Chamberlain and I think Kareem it was Abdul Jabbar. Just so they couldn't they just were, like dunk the ball. Like, no, because I think that they used to like. 
I think they used to like break the rims and they didn't have like the breakaway rims like they oh. do now. Where they like, and I think that they would like break. So they probably were like, and you know, in the sixties, we're not, we're not just throwing money around for a new backboard all the time. I would imagine. Yeah, no. Absolutely. So they just had to like plop the ball in after that. Like you were like a <laughs> yeah, you seven foot up. five guy, just like bloop. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> that takes so much excitement out That's of the great, game. Though. I yeah. fucking hate that. All right. So that was trivia. Jack, virtual high five, man. Thank you, guys. Yep. There you go. Jack gave the little Herb Dean from the UFC the ref. Every time they call him, he gives like a little like a little bow. Yeah, a little bow. Guys, so now moving on. Yep. We're going to look at the eight, nine seed matchups in this year's tournaments. Obviously, really, you know, even matchups. So we're going to break some of those down, pick who we got, talk a little bit about them. So I'm going to start off and go with UNC Wisconsin. Let's talk about that one a little bit. So, with that, I'm not sure where my head's at yet. I probably like Wisconsin because the really only thing is I saw Oklahoma. I mean, why am I saying Oklahoma? I saw, right. The only reason for that is I saw UNC struggle at points through the season, and so did Wisconsin towards the end. But Wisconsin's strength of schedule is so crazy, and it might be because I'm a Big Ten guy, but the Big Ten is just so hard, just like – most challenging conference in the country, and you can't blame Wisconsin for like losing a close game to Iowa or something like that. Like that's not a bad loss. Yeah, no. So I mean, I personally think Iowa is a very good team and has a chance to shake up this whole tournament. Right. So Wisconsin, they didn't lose a lot of terrible games. They had a very bad chance of schedule, very hard. So I like them here. I think because they've played a lot of really good opponents and they've shown that they can beat really good opponents. You guys want to throw in your picks a little bit, talk yeah. about it a little bit? I actually have North Carolina in okay. this matchup. It's so hard for me. It was very difficult. I feel like it, this is obvious. They're hard matchups to pick. I feel like it's not as hard as when you get to those, like, almost like those middle-tier matchups where it's like 12-5. I feel like those are some really hard games to pick sometimes. Mm -hmm. But 8-9 uh, is definitely really hard. I, I picked North Carolina, not, not much to do with anything, like just because, you know what I mean? Like, that's how I pick my brackets. Yeah. As I'm sure a ton of our listeners also do for some games. They just pick whichever team they like better. Yeah. So that's where I went with that. I think... And I've seen a couple I've seen a couple North Carolina games this year, and I have not seen Wisconsin, so there's that. Gotcha. No, North Carolina was playing pretty good ball at the end there. A couple of really big wins. I think if they want to make any noise, they're going to need some really good performances from their true freshmen, R.J. Davis and Caleb Love, no doubt. Going to need Garrison Brooks to lead you to the promised land, I think. And get some good minutes from Leaky Black as well. Those are the guys that I'd probably keep my eye on to uh, make some noise if you want to get a good dub against Wisconsin. If you're UNC, Jack, what do we think about that matchup? Yeah, you know, unbiased. I'm a Duke fan. Let everybody know. Uh, this is going to be an unbiased, though, opinion about UNC. No, they're, they're, they're good. They uh, The front court with Brooks and, and Baycott, that's probably like where their strengths are. Caleb Love's been playing better. But I'm just a big experience in the NCAA tournament guy. And Wisconsin has like every starter is a senior and they have like all of this experience. And like you said, Ev, they have played in the big 10, which is the best conference this year. Strength of schedule is really good. And like at the end of the day, I, I think UNC lacks tournament experience. Wisconsin doesn't. And um, I think Wisconsin knows how to win big games. So I'm going to take Wisconsin on that. So, yeah, with Wisconsin, I know they're big. Micah Potter, he's really good. He can shoot the long ball. He plays really good defense. 
Aleem Ford, another really good guy. And then they got Brad Davidson, who's their big leader, who I feel like has been there for maybe 10 years. Been yeah, him, him. he's up there with, like, Perry Ellis and, like, some of these other Jordan guys. Jordan Bohannon, like, yeah, him, they just too, don't playing leave. this year for Iowa. Matt, what do we think of uh, this this matchup? What do you like? Uh, I mean, again, I've only seen – I saw, like, one yeah. of UNC's game against Florida State, but I like where your guys' heads are at with Wisconsin playing in the Big Ten. I think UNC played, what, one Big Ten team in Iowa, and they lost by 15 or something I just saw. But, yeah, I like Wisconsin based on, you know, just strength of schedule. I think they'll be more ready for the tournament. Gotcha. So now going into our next 8-9 matchup, we're going to go into the game where the winner is going to have to face Gonzaga, the one seed. That's going to be Oklahoma against Missouri. Very interesting matchup here. Missouri, a team that started off very well in the regular season, then went on, beat Alabama, which was a great win, and then started to slow down a little bit towards the end. A little bit of a similar case with Oklahoma. They playing really good ball. They also beat Alabama, right, Oklahoma? Yeah, they had that week where they beat Alabama, Texas, and Kansas in like one week. That That's they played that the Big Twelve SEC challenge and then played Texas and Kansas and beat them both. Yeah, they were but just they're high. just like, yeah, they're just like inconsistent at times. Like they've looked really good at times. And again, much like the Big Ten, the Big Twelve is is very very competitive. I think they had the second most teams in. So you don't get like an off night ever, but I don't know. This game's kind of like a toss up. Missouri's got like Xavier Pinson and Drew Smith, like good, good, good guys that can definitely make an impact. But uh, I don't know. I, I'm going to take Oklahoma in this one, but this is, this is like a true eight, nine toss up in my opinion. I agree. I took Oklahoma as well. Um, but by no stretch of the imagination, is that a gimme or a lock or a lock? Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. I and also, I, I certainly think, won't be betting on that game. No, no. And I also think that either of those teams, not that they would beat Gonzaga, but they could definitely like cause Gonzaga like some stress because like we said, I mean, they have both of those teams have like staple wins from teams in the top 10. Missouri beat Illinois earlier in the year, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Betters out there, I would put the house on Oklahoma. I think it's like the lock of the first round. Wow, there, why? there you hear. Why, man? Yeah, just, why? just looking at the that part of the schedule, Jack was just saying it looked like they were just rolling through. And again, I think they'll be ready for the tournament, like Wisconsin, with that schedule. And wow. I mean, they only lost. Already. They lost to Texas Tech by five points after beating all those teams too in that same week. Who, they're a pretty good team, right? Yeah, yeah they are. No, Texas, Texas Tech is amazing. Le- yeah, Texas Tech is legit. Ma- so. Mac McClung and friends, as some would call him. I mean, yeah, Absolutely. maybe I would have tossed the house on Oklahoma, but. They're looking good. For emphasis. I don't know. You, th- you put it on there for emphasis. I mean, yeah. if you want it, you can. <laughs> but it's up to you. Um, just a fun little fact about while we're on the Air Nines. I actually took every single eight. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know why. Just kind of worked out that way. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I like Oklahoma here as well. As, as I – they're the eight. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. A little bit of a toss-up there. Then now we're going to go into our last matchup, with it, which is – Loyola Chicago against Georgia Tech. I'm all in on Loyola Chicago here. One of the best defensive teams in the nation. We hear today the 101-year-old sister Jean will be in the house. Fan favorite there. Loyola Chicago, just some lockdown defense for that reason. I like them against Georgia Tech. Jack? Yeah, I mean, you said one of the best defensive teams. They are the best defensive team in the country, holding everybody to 55.8 points per game, which – I honestly just like looked at it and I was like, that's insane because I feel like we see every college basketball game up in the seventies and eighties now. So the fact that they held teams to like not even break 60 is just like nuts, but they got Cameron Crutwig 
who you might remember from that final four run. He was a freshman then. Now he's a senior. Uh, him and Moses Brown, the ACC player of the year, that's going to be a good matchup inside. But um, yeah, I mean, sister Jean being there, I think that's got to add something, right? I mean, it did last time. So give me Loyola in that one. Right. Absolutely. Let's go. That's like wild. That. They're like, like that. they're only letting up like 46, 39, 48, 58. That's crazy. Yeah. And again, like they're obviously people would like look at their schedule and yeah, say, yeah. oh, they play, they play in the Missouri Valley. But, but I mean, still, as you said, like in today's game, you know, it's just like yeah. speed and scoring. And that's a two bid league. I mean, they got, they got Loyola in and they got Drake in. So, I mean, they held Drake, who's a tournament team to like 50 points. And, and they beat them by, like, 20 the one time. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, give me Loyola now. Yeah, Loyola, I mean, Loyola, Chicago, they've been uh, they've been good for a decent amount of time now. Like, they've been the defensive team out of that, that part of the conference for a while now. I remember watching a little, I think it was like a, what are those shorts on ESPN called? 30 not for 30? E no, not. E60? Are those the short? Yeah, it might be E60. The really short ones. It's like a 10-minute clip. Yeah. I watched one a couple years ago on Loyola Chicago about the coach who like came a couple years ago, and he was talking about like the defensive mindset and everything. That was super cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And Georgia watched... Tech also. Georgia Tech, like following along kind of with the um, Virginia thing, they had actually today I just saw Tuesday. I know this is airing Thursday, but they had a guy test positive um, within their Tier 1 personnel, asymptomatic, but they, they said that the player won't be able to play this week. And they didn't say who it was, but they just said that they had one asymptomatic positive test and they won't be available this weekend. So something to keep an eye on probably with the contact tracing. But and they're stuff playing like. the game? Yeah, as of right now, they're playing the game. They went through contact tracing. I saw and nobody else was within close contact, but the, they did say that it was a player. They didn't say who, but they did say that they're going to miss the game this weekend. So Power to them. I hope nobody, uh, nothing gets screwed up with this tournament, obviously. Yeah, safety, I know. Safety first. Hope everyone's... Yeah, because that's so tough. Like, I mean, you go the whole year, like these guys are going the whole year, like isolating and like not seeing their families and being away from everybody and like really following the protocols to just even get here. And then just to even imagine that you could get here, earn your way here and then just have a positive test knock you out of the tournament. Like I would just feel so bad for any team, you know, whoever it may be out of the 68. Especially for those guys who didn't even get an opportunity last year. Right. You know, no doubt. Yeah. Anything else with that Loyola Chicago you guys want to touch on? No, no? I, I like Loyola Chicago there, too. I like that, too, as we said. Yeah, low score. Word, word. Yeah. Defense. Max, take us in to the next thing. All right. Next up, we got Cash or Trash, and obviously, it is March. So this is the March Madness edition, boys. Let's go. Let's go. Excited for that. Cash or Trash, after a one-week absence, is back. No, you guys were asking for that. Let's get it. Let's get it. So, Cash or Trash is... Presented by Advanced Office Furniture. Since 2003, Advanced Office Furniture has been providing the New York metro area with the highest quality custom furniture. All of their furniture is produced in their state-of-the-art manufacturing facility here in New Jersey and never outsourced. Your business is unique, so why don't you choose to furnish it with specialty furniture that is built to last? With high-quality customized solutions, no matter what your needs are, Advanced Office Furniture will surely exceed your standards. Now doing work for storefronts, kitchens. They even did our podcast studio. Sure really they did. anything you need, they've got you covered. Advanced Office Furniture brings creativity and originality. You know it's hard to find people these days that work to ensure satisfaction, and they truly do. Check them out and inquire for more at www.advancedofficefurniture.com. That is www.advancedofficefurniture.com. Shout out them. Go check them out, advancedofficefurniture.com. All right, 
So, Cash or Trash Boys, March Madness edition. Let's get right into it. Let's First off, Alabama to reach the Final Four, plus 350. We'll start with Evan. Cash or Trash? I think that's Cash, honestly. I have them in my Final Four. Alabama's a powerhouse this year. You know, Nate Oates came in, just transformed the program, doing a really good job. A lot of you guys know Jelly JQ, first year out of the transfer uh, out of the transfer portal. So, you know, Alabama's going to make a run. I think they're going to win some games. Jack? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go cash. I would hammer that. Uh, I think Alabama's <laughs> playing really, really well right now. Um, I really like where they're at. John Petty, Herb Jones. I mean, they looked really good in the SEC tournament. Like you said, Ev, Nate Oates, he's our guy. He uh, went down there. He turned everything around for them, and uh, yeah, they're looking. They're looking at a at a nice little road. I think they would get Michigan in the Elite Eight. I think that's the uh, that's probably the big matchup they'd have to get over. But yeah, I like that. I would take that cash. Maddie, sure. hammer yeah, time. Sure, I'll tail. Matt's gonna cash I, I'll too. I'll tail for sure. Yeah, he's gonna tail I mean, on top I think of that. Roll right through to the final four. Absolutely. Cool. All right, so we got three caches. Next up, West Virginia, the Mountaineers. To reach the final four, plus four hundred cash or trash. I'm gonna go trash. I think West Virginia can get upset pretty early on, in my opinion. I'm not as in on them as I have been in previous years. They're a good team, but they've lost some tough ones this year. I don't know. They just really don't do that much for me in terms of you know getting to the Final Four especially. So I'm going to go trash on that. I would stay away. Alrighty, I just want to hop in before Jack goes. I actually have West Virginia losing to Ohio State in the Final Four. So I am going to cash that. Okay. Jack? Um, I hate to, I hate to, 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 to say trash right after you just said that they were in your final four, but I'm going to go trash. No, no, I just think that no personal feelings at all, man. I just think that right now they, uh, they didn't look great against Oklahoma state both times that they played them lost twice to them in the past week. I can't believe that they're seated ahead of Oklahoma state. That just makes absolutely no sense to me, but uh, that was very surprising, but they would have, they got Moorhead state who they should be. I mean, that, that's not really a 314 that I was looking at, but then they would either get Syracuse or San Diego State. And I, a lot of people don't know about San Diego State, and a lot of people are about to find out. So I actually have San Diego State beating West Virginia. So I would go trash with that. Ah, all right. Maddie, you're going to tail with them? Or are you going to cash in on the Mountaineers? I'll cash in. You know, I'll give you a little support. I think they're going to, I think they're going to roll through too. All right. I, I like that, Matt. So Matt is going to cash on the Mountaineers and the other boys are going to trash on that line. So we got two more left. Gonzaga, the clear cut favorite and would be the first time in a very long time or ever. Evan, for a team to go undefeated and win a national championship. No, it's happened before. It's happened before. First so. since nine. It would be the first since 1970. Thank you for that fact. Jeff. Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight and the Hoosiers. Yeah, That's why we call him the Jack of all trades because he has those <laughs> stats like that. Really. Truly. Yeah, Jack's a good sports mind for sure. Good, a good sports guy. Big sports guy. So uh, Gonzaga to win the Natty Chip plus 230. Cash or trash, boys? Hammer time. Let's go. That's my Natty Champ right there. Undefeated season. Let's go. I'm going to talk about a little. I'm going to talk about them a little bit more when we take Instagram questions, but I'm cashing that. That's who I got. Gotcha. Jack. Yeah, I um plus 230. I mean, if you're trying to make money, it's probably not the bet, but it's definitely the safe bet. I would take it cash. Uh they're just they they they've looked like the most dominant team in college basketball this year. Like I know that they play in in a, in a weaker conference, but they play they scheduled a tough non-conference. I mean, they have as good a wins as anybody. They they killed Iowa. 
they 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 have they beat Kansas. They have really good wins. I think uh, I think this is their year to to get the that that ever the elusive national championship that they haven't yet gotten. Gotcha, Maddie, Cash, Cashin. Matt is like going to stick too. with the boys. I feel like they've been around for a while too, as as Jack said. You know, trying yeah. to get that, and they've been one knocking on the yeah, door. Exactly. Right. Yeah. All right. So last one, you kind of mentioned them before jack the iowa hawkeyes this one is a big reach but the iowa hawkeyes to win the national championship plus 2000 cash or trash i'm gonna trash that i don't see it happening i think they're a good team um luca garza is really good we could talk all night about if his game translates to the nba but we're not gonna do that Luca Garza. This go- is a March of Madness. Exactly. Luca Garza is a good player. He's definitely going to do some things. Try to take get his team a couple wins. But you're going to need a lot more than just him. They have some other pieces, but I'm not sure if it's enough. You're going to need Joe Wieskamp to go absolutely off. You're going to need a lot from a guy like Keegan Murray, Joe Toussaint, C.J. Frederick, and then obviously coach's son Connor McCaffrey. You're going to need all those guys to really buy in and just like shoot lights out because that's what they are. They're just a three point shooting team. And you're going to need them to shoot lights out and just outshoot teams. That's really what it's going to be. You don't see that happening. I probably don't see that happening for them to go all the way to the national championship. I think they're going to win a few games, though. Yeah, absolutely. I don't I don't see them winning the United Chip either. Jack? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go trash. But I think, like, there was a point in this year where I think we would all agree that, like, it, was, it felt like it was Gonzaga, Iowa, and Michigan at the top, right? Like, though those were the national champions. And now it kind of feels like Iowa's fallen out of that category and Illinois probably slid into that spot. And Baylor. But, Baylor and Baylor, yeah. Baylor, Baylor's been up there, you're right, the whole year. They've been up there too. But I think that, um, yeah, I think that, that Iowa's kind of tailed off a little. I think there was a point earlier in the year where I would have probably said that you could take that, but uh, I just don't see it happening. I think that they're very one-dimensional. They can't, they can't stop a nosebleed. I mean, they just try to outscore everybody. And defense in March is what wins. So, and they would have to play Gonzaga probably again in the Elite Eight if they if both teams ended up getting there. And I, don't, I, they just it looked like a mismatch with with Gonzaga when they played the first time. Absolutely, Matt. You gonna you gonna agree or you gonna cash in on? Yeah, I'm gonna trash it too. I trash. Think, I think you put the money on Gonzaga if you're putting on a Natty winner. Un- understandable, understandable there. So that is it for cash or trash. We got a couple cashes. We got a couple trashes. Thank you for joining. Thank you to Advanced Office Furniture for sponsoring that segment. Um, Next up, Evan has a new segment. Ev, why don't you break it down? So we're sticking with the rhymes, I guess, and we're going to call this Sweat It or Forget It. So we're keeping the the rhyme play here at a Wash Up Sports podcast. Max is the rhyme king. Thank you. No problem. I'll give it to you. You do have good rhymes. Thanks, my friend. No I problem. I wouldn't even say that about myself, but I'm surprised you just did. They're On like air, nonetheless. They're like they're mad cringy, but they're pretty good sometimes. Mad cringy. Like a lot of the time, they're very cringy, but okay. they're they're decent. All right. Thanks. I'm <laughs> I'm getting like worse and worse as I continue yep. to give you the compliment. Yeah. Why don't you just go into sweater? Forget it. We're just gonna talk about some of the really big headlines going into March, the storylines this week, and then we're gonna talk about if we think it's something to. You know, keep your eye on and maybe worry about, or if it's just nothing and you can just, you know, throw that away. Don't got to think about it. Hence, sweat it or forget it. Exactly. That's why a little word play. A little word play. Play on words. Exactly. So, first headline we're going to go with Gonzaga. We just talked about them pursuing the undefeated season. And many argue that they are always good because they're in a really bad conference. What do we think? You know, is it because they're in a bad conference or is it just. 
because they're that good. I think it's because they're that good, especially this year. Their players are really good. They're not just beating bad teams. They beat a lot of bad teams, but they also beat some really good teams. I mean, yeah. I mean, Jack touched on it just a little bit ago. They they, they blew out the Iowa Hawkeyes, who are a very good team. And they, they crushed a bunch of other teams out of conference games that they had scheduled. So it's not like you could say the competition is poor even if you're just going off of their out-of-conference games. You know what I mean? Right, and they beat BYU, who's no schlup. Yeah, no schlup there. Yeah. St. Mary's is always decent. I, I feel like I always got to do this, Ev. What's a schlup? It's just like a <laughs> It's just a, a schlup is just like, you know, if you're a schlup, you're nothing. You're you're just, you're bad. Right, not I feel go- like not good. every no, week we get a new vocab word from Ev. Sorry, uh, no, sh- no schlup. No schlup. All right. So, I guess the consensus around, based off what we said previous, was probably Jack. You don't think it's just because they're in a bad conference this year? No, time. I mean it has like, been that in the past, maybe, but not this year. Yes, in the past, I think I remember they were like thirty. They were like thirty and one one year, the one seed, and they came in. And they like they they didn't have any non conference, but they started the season. They beat Kansas, they beat Auburn, and then they beat West Virginia. Like that was their first three games of the seasons, and then they ended up they played Virginia, beat them. Like they have really good wins. Like this is not your your typical Virginia Gonzaga uh, team. Excuse me. They 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 really are like like the five guys that like they can roll out for the last four minutes of a tight game are just better than any five guys like in the country with Kispert and Ayayi and and Jalen Suggs obviously and and Drew Timmy. Like they're like legit this year. I think that this 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 is like something to like really look out for. Like this is like a real headline that they could actually win this whole thing and be the first undefeated team. Like we said, since 1970 history, let's go. Let's go. Last headline I kind of wanted to touch on is Villanova dead after losing Gillespie for the year and a nightmare ending this season. We touched on that earlier in the episode. My answer is yes. I think Jack. Yes. Yeah. It just, it's, it's tough. I've, you know, I, I no, I don't feel bad for Villanova fans because I feel like they've won so much recently. But I feel bad for this Villanova team and Colin and Colin Gillespie because that's just a horrible way to end your college career. But um, yeah, I think that they're done, unfortunately. But I would never count out Jay Wright. But I think right. that they might be done. Don't count out the boys. Do not count out Villanova. I think they still have a shot to win some games in this tournament. I think they're going to at least a Sweet Sixteen. Oh, respect Max making statements. I mean, they have the talent like Jeremiah they Robinson. Early, they, just, they just played and, like shit. Like, in yeah. The past couple and Jermaine, weeks. I think Jermaine they Samuels, they got the guy like they, they definitely have the talent. I just think that it, they're, they're trying to figure it all out right now. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if they can pick it back together. But I'm, I'm always there for the stretch and I'll always try for that. Yep, no doubt. Yep. All right. So wrapping it up a little bit, we're going to take some IG questions, some questions from our Instagram and then get into a little bit of a wrap up maybe throw out our final fours real quick and then uh wrap it up yep but ig questions so we'll start off first question we got was ohio and jason preston making a run question mark we touched on that earlier yes i think ohio has a great chance to upset virginia swinging it over to jack his answer yeah yep i have uh, i have ohio pulling off the upset in the yes, first round as do i yep uh, ohio looks great and as you guys t- said uh preston looks phenomenal like and you want to know what i'm gonna take iowa to the sweet 16 i'm gonna iowa i'm gonna take ohio to the sweet 16 i am too i did do that wow yeah all righty there you go boys matt yeah i'm telling 
Yeah, tailing. I don't know too much about Ohio. He's just hopping on the tail. Me too. Rightfully so. Not many do know much about Ohio. No, not many do, but I think (laughs) a lot of people are going to find out. Scrappy little group they got over there in Athens. Yeah. Next question. We have, can anyone stop the three-headed goat of Corey Kispert, Drew Timmy, and Jalen Suggs? My answer is no. Kispert, I'd say, probably a top three small forward in the country. Drew Timmy's really good big. Jalen Suggs, probably a top three guard in the country right now. So, no, I don't think anybody can stop them. They are all nasty. That's the thing. Like, let's say you stop one. There's still two more, like. They're just, they're a problem. Like, even if you are able to contain, even if you're able to contain two, Jalen Suggs, Jalen Suggs, yeah, Jalen Suggs by himself can beat you. That's the scary part is if you're able to stop like one or two of them, there's still a third or a fourth. They just keep coming at you. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. I I agree with you boys. Yep. Next (laughs) question we got most likely Cinderella. I haven't even like really thought about this because San Diego State. UNC baby, UNC to the Final Four, to the national championship, <laughs> and they're going to lose to Ohio State. I'm gonna say my most likely Cinderella might be Rutgers. Of course, <laughs> of course, had to. Jack. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like Cinderella, like to get to the Sweet Sixteen. I think we touched on Ohio. UC Santa Barbara, that's another team to watch out for, Winthrop, like we said. But I'm going to take San Diego State all the way to the Elite Eight. I think that uh, they're very, very good defensively. I think a lot of people don't know about them yet, and uh, I think they're going to make a deep run here this year. They had a really good team. Really good team last year, if you remember. Probably would have been a one seed if the the, uh, tournament didn't get canceled. So, Jack, it seems like you're tailing on Matt's pick here. Yeah, I he, mean, yeah. He likes, you know, he likes. Uh, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. Uh, Jack, Jack, really tailing on Matt there. Maddie, yeah. Maddie Pucks has really got one on you. If there. I know anything about a team, though, it probably is San Diego State, just because they are always playing like eleven thirty, twelve o'clock our time. So if you're looking at live odds or like looking for something late at night, sometimes they are literally <laughs> the only thing that's on, and you always no, hammer, that's... you always hammer the over. Also, sometimes when Maselli's scavenging for a late night bet. <laughs> <laughs> but, Jen, but they do play like good games too. They can they can put up some good points. Maselli's in his bed one thirty a.m. Just they, they score a lot. No, abs, out, right? they do. They score a lot, and they they don't let you score a lot. Yeah. So that's a good recipe for success. That's Definitely. certainly true. <laughs> um, next question we have: Who is best one seed? I'm going Gonzaga. Is that consensus? Yeah, Gonzaga. Okay, yeah, I don't know if that's consensus, Matt. I mean, uh, not Matt, Max. <laughs> Just based off where I have them going, I have Gonzaga losing to Virginia in uh, Oh God. In the Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> that is terrible. So my yeah. best number one is Illinois. They're really good. I have them. And no, I, I have Illinois yeah. going to the Sweet Sixteen and ultimately <laughs> losing to West Virginia. Oh, man, Max. Boys, I love the dogs. (laughs) You do. The puppies, you might call them. The pups. Give me the pups. So next question we got, how much does Q's win by and why is it 20 plus? So you guys just finished talking about why you think San Diego State's going to win. I don't hate Syracuse right now. Buddy Beheim's been playing amazing. Um, Who who the fuck asked this? um, P. Kyle to Trey. (laughs) 
20 plus points? Asshole. P. Kyle Dutrain. What asshole. is this? What the is this? Friend of the program, but an asshole. Yeah. He's, trying, I mean, he's trying to forecast the future of this game within a question. I guess. <laughs> so, so is there something to answer here? So I think they will win, actually. I, I, I just think it's a... I, I don't know. I think they have a chance. At I least. think they will win, too. But I just want to take this opportunity to say that Joe Girard sucks. He's terrible at the game of basketball and couldn't shoot into the world's biggest hoop if he tried. Ev, I've seen you play basketball. I think you're in no position to comment on anybody else's <laughs> basketball skills. Come on, Jack. Whatsoever. Jack, give me, back me up here on the Joe Girard slam there. The no, it doesn't matter how good or bad Joe Girard is. I've seen you play basketball. Yeah, I'm terrible. All right. Evan, Evan, Evan Klein was a part. Evan Klein was a part of, at the time, an undefeated intramural basketball team that got <laughs> shut down. That the season was abruptly ended due to COVID, but Evan Klein was there getting big minutes. Why well, I might add to. All yeah, right, we, I'll take we, word, beat, Jack. we beat AE Pie. <laughs> <laughs> they were undefeated too, and we went in their house and just absolutely spanked them. <laughs> All right. Before before we move on from Syracuse, even if Syracuse does beat San Diego State, which I do have them winning, they're getting their ass kicked by West Virginia in the next round. Possible. Fact. This is Lock it. Possible, but not probable. <laughs> Anyways, last question as we're crunched for time. LVD Pod asks us, shout out them. Those shout guys, out LVD Pod. Yeah, those, that boy is the best. Wow. Shout out the LVD Pod. Who wins the Loyola Chicago versus Georgia Tech? We already all said Loyola Chicago, but just to reiterate. That's a lock. You know what? LVD- Let's go on that. Let's lock that. Okay, Let's we're say, guys, that's that. our lock of the program. Loyola Chicago. Toss it away. <laughs> Toss it away. Bye. Um, <laughs> and he says he thinks it's the best game in the first round. LVD, thanks for that, man. Appreciate uh, you, We dude. appreciate you, your insight, and uh, all that you do to help us out here at a Wash Up Sports podcast, friend. Okay. <laughs> and that's the IG questions. Thank you all for your submissions. We love doing those. So that, that was hilarious. That, that was, was great. Um, anyways, now we're just going to give our final fours and then wrap up. So I have Illinois, Gonzaga... Ohio State and Alabama, and then I got Gonzaga over Illinois in the finals. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm just going to roll through mine quick. I got Ohio State playing West Virginia in the final four, and then Iowa playing UConn in the final four. And I Whoa! Have, I have Ohio State beating UConn so that's in a the Cinderella national story championship. In itself, a seven seed. You got a seven seed making the run. James Booknight and company. Yes. Sure. Yes. Don't sleep on the Huskies. <laughs> Matt, final four. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of going in the path with Max a little bit. Just some unpopular picks, but back to San Diego State. He loves them. He loves final them. Final four? Love yeah, love them. He All loves right. them. Yep. Okay. Uh, Creighton. And then we're a heading puppy. Oh, that is a puppy. <laughs> and then we're heading over to Texas Tech. Okay. And then we'll go. We'll go a little more chalkier, and we'll go with Bama as the fourth one. Bama. Wow. Okay. And who's winning? I think San Diego. He's going with us. <laughs> San Diego State. <laughs> They're the Aztecs, right? I think yeah. the Aztecs are going all the fucking. The Aztecs way. are going out. <laughs> Oh God! It's so funny because I, in my first bracket, I made, I had them getting bounced by Syracuse. Yeah, check, what, check what those odds are. At, yeah, check those odds. Check those odds, viewers. Jack, you heard it wrap here. us up. San Diego State, twenty twenty one, March Madness winners. <laughs> heard it here. Jack, wrap us up your final four. Uh, Illinois, Gonzaga, Alabama, Baylor, and I'm gonna go Gonzaga, Illinois championship game, and the Gonzaga Bulldogs are gonna be your national champion. 
Let's wow. go. You heard it here. Guys, unbelievable episode. Thanks to Maddie Pucks and Jack Darling, the jack of all trades, the reoccurring guest. You guys will see both of these again. Matt's obviously a reoccurring guest on most weeks, but Jack will be back as well for the draft NFL draft live stream coming in, representing the Buffalo Bills. Little yes, uh, little sneak peek there, but you know, get familiar. Big stuff coming on here to watch some sports podcast, guys. Wrapping up, Max, closing thoughts? Um, we got Teespring coming, as we said last week. We're going to have a bunch of different designs up there. Not only our logos, but we're going to try to get some cool ones like Trust and Bill. We're going to get that up there once we get a graphic going. And uh, if you guys have anything you guys want to see, any T-shirts you want to see, let us know. We'll get those whipped up for you on the Teespring once we get that going. Maddie, thanks for coming, kid. Yeah, good to be here. Yeah. Looking forward to the next month or two. Yeah, we'll got see. Got the it. Masters again in April. We got the Masters Quick soon. Turnaround. Oh Quick shit! Turnaround. Panel part two. Panel part two for the Masters. Oh god! We got the washed up draft special. We got so much good stuff coming for you guys. Thank you, Jack, for joining us. You've been a pleasure to have on the pod, man. Thank you again, guys. Big fan. Uh, always a pleasure to be known as a reoccurring guest now on the pod. Absolutely a reoccurring guest, and and. A basketball insider for a Washed Up Sports podcast. He's he's our insider. Yeah, he is he's, our basketball. That's insider. all that matters. You're our insider. I mean, that's an honor. That's an honor. I think. I I I'd like to think so too. I mean, tell your dad that one. He'll be proud of you. Yeah, he would. Yeah. So also he'll shout out to Darling. Yeah, he thinks he'll probably think that I finally made it. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> so that's what it is, boys. Thank right. you, everyone. Take care. See you guys. Thanks, boys. Enjoy the games. Subscribe. Follow the Instagram, subscribe to the YouTube. Peace. Peace.